0: for this afternoon we avail our hearts we pray lord let the power of your spirit transform our hearts let the power of your word change our hearts we thank you lord we thank you for your holy spirit in jesus name amen hallelujah clap your hands, and you may be seated. Are you alive this afternoon? Yes. Okay, let there be less of movement. And we want to share one more time on the spirit of wisdom the spirit of wisdom perhaps we will conclude our message today we have shared it for a long time maybe we will um, pause and um, but I believe that the God has blessed us through this series how many of you have been blessed from this series one two three four (laughs) Okay, wonderful. Well, we, are, we have shared so many things from this message. And when we began, we started sharing about certain things that foolish people do. Do you understand? We shared about certain things that foolish people do, and we shared about things that wise people do. Now, you realize that whatever foolish people do, wise people do not do, and whatever wise people do, foolish people do not do them, and that's what makes a person foolish, and um, we shared about some of the pillars that the wise man or the wise woman erects to sustain the home or the house that he or she is building, And we talk so much about these pillars. And um, today, I want to talk about one more thing that the wise person does. One more thing that a wise person does. And it is that a wise person keeps company with the wise. A wise person keeps company with the wise someone who is wise surrounds himself or herself with wise people. A wise person keeps company with the wise. Do you understand it? Yes. Yes. Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 20. Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 20. It says, He that walketh with wise men shall be what? He that walketh with wise men shall be what? Wise. But a companion of fools shall be what? Destroyed. 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 This is plain and simple scripture. Very plain. Nothing is hidden. The Bible says, He that walketh with wise men shall be wise. But a companion of fools Shall be destroyed. A person that walks with wise people shall be wise, but the one who keeps the company of fools he shall be destroyed. Hallelujah! Now it's a very simple scripture, very plain, very direct. There's nothing hidden, no other meaning. If you walk with wise people, you will be wise. If you want to be a wise man. You have to walk with a wise person. Hallelujah. You have to keep company with wise people. It says, Who wants to be a wise person must keep company with the wise people. And if you want to continue to be wise, you must keep or continue to keep the company of the wise. Isn't that so? Very simple. Now, it means number one, a person who was once foolish. Or once simple. Another word for foolish is simple. So don't say I I'm, I'm, may ask for me. I'm very simple. You see, it's not a nice thing to say. That oh, I am very simple. If you are simple, the Bible says you are foolish. <laughs> Do you understand? <laughs> so a person who was once foolish. Can become wise if he or she will keep company with wise people. Isn't that so? That is what the scripture means. It says, He that walketh with wise men shall be wise. He that walketh with wise men shall be wise. So if you are not wise and you walk with wise men, you will become wise. This is the Bible. Believe the scriptures. You see, when you hear the scriptures, it says all scripture, all scripture. So every scripture, whenever we open the Bible and we, we begin to read it, it's an inspiration from God. It's God speaking. So it means it is true. The Bible says God is not a man, that is should lie. So don't say, how can I just be working with wise people and become wise? God says, if you walk with wise men, you will be a wise person. So, you take it and begin to search for wise men. Isn't that so? Begin to look for wise people if you want to be wise. So, we are saying that this scripture means number one, a person who was once foolish can become wise if he or she will keep company with wise people. Number two, A person who is wise and walks with wise people will continue to be wise. Isn't that so? If you are wise and you continue to walk with wise people, you will become wise or you will continue to be wise. Now, one thing that you have to understand is that wisdom is not something that is given to you and you have it all the time or you have it forever. Do you understand? You will have it for life. You are born with wisdom, so you are going to be wise all the time. It is not so. If you don't keep company with the wise, you will become foolish. You become a fool and you will be destroyed according to the Bible. Even if you are wise and you keep company with fools, you will become foolish and you will be destroyed. Hallelujah. So the one who continues to be wise is the one who continues to walk with wise people. Isn't that so? Very simple. Today our message is very simple. Very, very simple. Hallelujah. When you walk with wise, it becomes difficult. When you walk with wise people, it becomes difficult for you to take foolish decisions when you work with wise people, it becomes some form of impossibility for you to act foolishly. Because the wise people who are around you act as a safety net that catches you whenever you are falling off the platform of the wise. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? When you are surrounded by wise people, you realize that they act as some form of protection, a safety net. That catches you. Whenever you are taking a foolish decision, they catch you and they bring you back on the platform of wisdom. Hallelujah. Now, unfortunately, many of us are also surrounded by foolish people. Many of us surround ourselves with foolish people. And sometimes they have a lot of influence in our lives. Now, when you are surrounded by fools, you take a foolish decision and you realize that they hail you. They praise you. Whenever you are surrounded by fools and you take a stupid decision, you take a foolish decision, they praise you. They hail you. Amen. They say, you the man. You see, they say, wow, you're the man. You see, when you are surrounded by fools, they hail you for foolish decisions that you take. There's no protection. You are a young man that you are surrounded by fools, and you decide to sleep with all the young women, and then you come amongst the fools, and then you tell them that I am sleeping with, I've slept with this one, I've slept. They say, wow, you're the man. Is it they hail you. They praise you. They admire you for your foolishness. And then they ask you, this one too? How? Man, you the man. And then they begin to ask you and then it begins to sound to you like wisdom because they ask you, how do you do it? And then it makes you feel that you have some secret... That now you're about to show them. You see? But it's a a foolish secret that you have. But you are surrounded by fools and there's no safety net. Somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? The Bible says, these people, they are leading you to destruction. It says, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. A companion of fools shall be destroyed. Because as you, are, as you are around them, they will not warn you about HIV. They will not warn you that there is something called Hepatitis C that you can get as you are. They will not warn you that there is Hepatitis B. That can kill you. They will not warn you that there is a disease called herpes. Happies that you can have that you will not even know is there, but you can have that and have a child who is born blind and you don't understand why. But a fool will not warn you, a fool hails you that there is something called HPV, human papilloma virus. You see, there are different kinds, but the fool does not know, but they hail you for your foolishness. For attracting HIV to yourself, they say, You the man. They ask you, a young woman, they say, Ah, but you just broke up with this one and now you have this one. Wow, you the woman. They have something like that. How do they call them? Boston. You're the boss chick. Wow. Wow, you're the boss chick You see, and all the fools that are around you, they say, "Ah, but we've been around and get them they don't look at us how? You're the boss chick You see? you don't know, but you see, the Bible says that such companion, they are leading you to distraction. They are leading you to destruction, And then you're walking around amongst them, you know, you walk in a certain way. And if you're a woman, you begin to wear high heels because you are high on the heels. You see? And you feel that you are but you are on a high heels about to fall. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes, so if you want to be wise, you have to walk with wise people. If you want to be wise, walk with the wise, not classmates. The Bible is not talking about your classmates, not relatives. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Walk with the wise, not your sisters and your brothers. That is not what the Bible is talking about. The Bible says. He that walketh with relatives tribal men he that walketh amongst his tribes amongst his race the bible says he that walketh with wise men shall be wise not your tribe it didn't say he that walketh with church members shall be wise but he that walketh with wise people hallelujah Now, how do we identify who is wise? How many of you want to know that I need to find out amongst these people who is wise that I should work with? How many of you want to know? Number one, first of all, proton. You need to understand that a wise person has... The fear of God. The wise person has the fear of God. Proverbs chapter 9 and verse 10. The Bible says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Someone who is mindful of the Lord. You see, when we say the fear of the Lord, we are not talking about someone when you you hear God's name, then you are shaking. That is not what we are talking about. It's not someone who, when he hears praises, he kneels down. That is not what we are talking about. We are talking about someone who is mindful of God. Someone who subjects everything he's doing to the word of God. It is a person who has the fear of God. Hallelujah. Someone who serves God. Someone who reads the Bible and applies the word of God. Do you understand what I'm saying with you? Someone who goes to church and is committed to the church. The Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord. There are some people who do not have the fear of the Lord. Do you understand? They don't have the fear of the Lord. A person who fears God The Bible says that you automatically be wise. If you have the fear of God, you are acquiring wisdom already. Hallelujah. That is someone who is mindful of God. Someone who when he's taking a decision, he subjects it to the word of God. If it does not flow with the word of God, he doesn't take it. Someone who seeks the face of God whenever he's making a decision. Hallelujah. Amen. That is a person who has the fear of God. And I say, if you have the fear of God, you will be wise automatically. Amen. The Bible calls God the all the only wise God. The only wise God. The only wise God. Hallelujah. Amen. I believe it's the last scripture in Jude. Jude, the last scripture. He says, the only wise God. God is the only wise God. And if you walk with the wise, you'll be wise. So if you are someone who walks with God, you closely associate with God, you will be wise. So when you are looking for someone who is wise, look for someone who has the fear of God in him. No one can walk with God and act foolishly. You can't walk with God and be simple. Do you understand? I'm not talking about simple means you dress simple, your hairstyle is simple. That is not. Simple means fool, a fool, according to the scriptures. Hallelujah. So the first test is that the person or the people that you company with walk with God. Walk with God. Now, when we say someone walks with God, is someone who is committed to the things of God. Someone who is committed to the word of God. You see, Job, for instance, when the Bible describes him, he is someone who walked with God. Abraham walked with God. That means that what God says is final to him. If God says, give me your son, Abraham will give him his son. Job had a fear of God that he even will make sacrifice for sins that he doesn't know have been committed. That is a person who has the fear of God. Do you understand? Someone who desires to hear the word of God. Hallelujah. So that's the first test that you take of a person that has wisdom. Some of you come to church all the time, but your closest friends are people who don't care about God at all. Your closest friends are people who don't care about God. They have no regard for God. Those are your closest friends. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 33. There are so many people, so many Christians, they are very close associates, close friends. They are unbelievers. You are on your way to becoming foolish. Foolish. It's like slowly becoming foolish. <laughs> Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 33. He says, be not deceived. Evil communication corrupts good manners. Do not be deceived. When you communicate with evil, it will corrupt your good manners. Verse 34, it says, awake to righteousness and sin not, for some have not the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. Some have not the knowledge of God. Is this scripture written to unbelievers? No. Who is this written to? Say me. me. Yes. And he says, some among you have no knowledge of God. And he says, be not deceived. So, associating yourself with church members does not make you wise. But someone who has the fear of God. Hallelujah someone who has the fear of God. Don't say, as for me, all my friends are just church members and so you'll be wise. No. It's not true. Let's read this in an amplified version. Do you have the amplified version? Get the amplified version because we'll read it a lot. It says, do not be deceived and misled. Evil companionships, that means communion, association with he says, with corrupt and depraved good manners and moral character. He says, be not, he says, do not be so deceived. Do you understand? So as you are going about with a close associate who is also a committed member of the church who is here. He says, "Be not be deceived. Do not be deceived. Or do not be misled. Evil companionship, communion association corrupt and deprave good manners and morals and character. Verse 34 it says, awake from your drunken stupor and return to super sense and your right minds and sin no more. For some of you have not the knowledge of God. You are utterly and willfully and disgracefully ignorant. Wow you are utterly and willfully and disgracefully ignorant and continue to be so, lacking the sense of God's presence and all the knowledge of him. This I say to your shame. Hallelujah. So, associating yourself with people who don't believe in God is making you a fool associating yourself with anyone who does not believe in God, you are making yourself a fool. You are, become, you are on your way to become a fool. You see, but when you are initially associating with such people, you realize that your thinking is different from their thinking. Do you understand? You see, when you, when you encounter an unbeliever, you realize that your thinking is different from You fall into a group of unbelievers. You happen to go to a new school. They are all unbelievers in the class. You realize that your thinking is different from their thinking. But as time goes on, as time goes on, you realize that you begin to think like them. You assimilate, and that's what the scripture is saying, that when you are surrounded, when you keep the companion of fools, that is what you become, and it leads to distraction. When someone lives in this country for so many years and you move to another country where, for instance, the name starts with a G. You see, maybe you are here, you are a person who you don't like dust. You know, you clean your shoes. Anytime you come home, you see a little dust. It disturbs you. You clean it. But you now relocate to another country where the name starts with G. Initially, you realize that you are a little different. When you come you clean the dust because you are not used to you get rid of the dust you don't like the dust but after a, you, you you begin to complain too much dust why why but after a while after a while you realize that you embrace the dust you see after a while we will see you with your white shirt and it's all dusty and you are walking about with your hair dusty and you are, you are flowing and you don't see it's normal you don't see anything wrong with you. Your eyebrows. You sat in a car and you arrived at your destination, and your eyebrows. And you have no. You don't. You can look in the mirror. You can't see it because you are keeping the company of dust. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? You see, you are, You see, that is why. You see, that is why sometimes people wonder. That, you know, a president of the whole nation, you have a disease and you didn't take care of it, like, aggressively. You see, because you live amongst, even though you are educated, even though you live in a country where health was an important thing and you learn so much. But as you assimilate with the people who are not mindful of health, you realize that you have a disease, you are sick, and then you are just there. And then you hope to God that it will go away. And then it comes to kill you. One day I was having a discussion with a friend of mine, a colleague at work, and then we were saying, you know, we need to go back to this place, go back home, and help. You know, because, I mean, there's so, you realize there's so much need for help, and you acquire knowledge you know to do things, and they lack, so I think you can, and then you know what she told me? says, hey, if you go, you could die. <laughs> He says you will die. I said, why do you say that? He says, listen, you will die. <laughs> I did not understand that thing. He says you will have you will have a disease and you ignore it. You will see dust going into your lungs and you are breathing and then you ignore you think it's okay, it's normal, and you will die. He says you will ignore your health. I said how. For what we know, he says, I'm telling you, if you... And then when I read the scripture, then I no understood him. Do you understand? So initially, you would think differently, but with time, you realize that you have become... Otherwise, you can't flow with a person for long. It must read three. He says, how can two walk together? Except they agree. You cannot continue to walk with someone when you do not agree. That is why after you have worked with a fool, you become a fool also. Hallelujah. That is why you are not supposed to associate yourself with someone who does not believe in God. Someone who has no fear of God. There are some people who think that God is an imaginary thing. Something that we just imagine. It's not a person that you should associate with. Some people think that God is for poor people. God is for poor people. God is for people who need things. It's not a person that you should associate with. Or God is for people who are uneducated. Or ignorant. That is not a person who should be your close associate. Hallelujah. Number two. Now, when you identify someone who is standing on the platform of wisdom, you should know that he is not guaranteed to stand on that platform always. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? That when you identify someone who has the fear of God and is standing on a platform of wisdom, it is not a guarantee that the person will stand on that platform all the time. You need to assess and know that he's always on the platform. Hallelujah. How do you get to know that? How do we get to know that? Matthew chapter 7 and verse 23. Matthew chapter 7 and verse 23. It says, therefore, Matthew 7 and 23. Or 24, please. 24. He says, therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto what? Unto what? Unto what? You see? That is how you identify a person who is continuously standing on the platform of wisdom. It says, whosoever heareth these my sayings, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man. I will liken him unto someone who is wise. The Amplified Version says, the Amplified Version, it says, so everyone who hears these words of mine and acts upon them, obeying them, will be like a sensible, prudent, practical, wise Man who built his house upon the rock. Someone who hears the word of God and continues to do them, hears the word of God and obey it. The Bible says he is a man who is wise, prudent, sensible, practical. Hallelujah. That that is how Jesus likens a wise man. So that is how we identify someone who stands on the platform of wisdom. It is someone who hears the word of God and obeys it. Our message is very simple this afternoon. is it complex? No. Now, is it complex to identify who is wise? So that is the next thing. For a person who hears the word of God and does it. Not just a person who comes to church to hear the word of God but the one who hears the word of God and does it. So, if you are moving with people and then we have preach a message and you hear the person doing the exact opposite, you should make a decision for yourself. Because, listen, I'm not the one that is telling you this. The scriptures. Yes. Yes. This is the word of God. I'm sharing from the Bible. Yes. The Bible says that when you identify a person who hears the word of God, and is doing it. That person is a wise person. That person is a wise person. Hallelujah. Amen. The New Living Translation says the NIV says, "And practices it. hears the word of God and practices it." It's like he it says a far-sighted, far-sighted, practical and sensible man. Someone who hears the word of God and does it is a far-sighted practical sensible man or woman amen. Amen. amen so it also implies that a person who hears the word of god and does not do it is likened unto a short-sighted impractical senseless foolish idiotic and doltish man or woman isn't that so if you hear the word of God and you don't do it, you are likened unto you hear the word of God and then you go and do the exact opposite. The exact opposite. Look, the word of God is the word of God. Every form of it. You see, the scripture of the week is so right for our message. Is it all scripture? All scripture. Amen. So if you hear the word of God and you do not do it, the Bible likens you. To someone who is impractical. Someone who is senseless. Someone who is idiotic. Someone who is foolish. Someone who is doltish. Has no sense. Amen. So everyone who intends to be wise. And wants to stay wise. Must look for these two principles. If you are looking to be wise if you are desiring to be wise, how many of you want to be wise? You want to be a wise person. Only three people. How about this? You don't want to be wise. So if you are a person who wants to be wise, you need to look out for someone who has the fear of God and someone who hears the word of God and does it practically. Amen. Practically. Anyone who is short of this must not be your close association. You see, they can be acquaintances. Do you understand what is an acquaintance? They can be acquaintances but not close association. Not friends. Like someone that you share your secrets with, someone that you seek advice from. They shall not be they shall You see, so don't go to work tomorrow. And then you sit at your desk and frown your face. And then you are not talking to anyone. And then when their colleagues ask you, you say, my pastor says I should not talk to any of you. No, 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 no. Remain as acquaintance, but they should not be your close association. I am giving you keys to become wise. And you have to believe the word of God. You have to believe the word of God. it says that you associate yourself, you associate yourself with someone who has the fear of God, someone who has the fear of God, and someone who hears the word of God and does it. That is the person that you want to associate yourself with. Not co workers. We are not talking about your co workers. Do you understand? We are not, you see, so if you are looking for a beloved, find one. Because, you see, it's going to be your close association. Close companion. Find one who has the fear of God. You want to marry someone who has no fear of God. You are on your way to become a very foolish spouse. (laughs) Foolish wife or foolish husband. Look, I'm not insulting you is the word of God. (laughs) I'm not insulting. I will never insult you. And if you feel insulted, forgive me but it's the word of God. Your beloved has no fear of God. You bring someone, you say, you come to church. When they say, who wants to give his life to Christ, just lift up your hand. Just lift up your hand. And then I'll go after three weeks, four, I'll go and introduce you to the pastor. That's all. You are on your way to become foolish. Now, if you are married already, and the person is a fool then may the lord have mercy on you god will help you amen you see adam adam had an unfortunate situation of being married to someone like that eve cared about god but he did not obey the voice of god do you understand There are people who come to church, but they don't have any regard for the word of God. Eve heard the word of God. It says, but God says that we should not eat that. And someone was able to convince her to say that, no, you can eat that and you'll be okay. So Eve magnified another person's voice over and above God's voice. Do you understand? And Adam, the husband all to also have magnified the voice of god above his wise voice so unfortunately for adam he was keeping company with the fool you see whenever you are keeping company with a fool look for a wise person and associate yourself with the person whenever a fool comes to your company look for a wise person and i am telling you god is an all-wise god the only wise God, Adam should have stuck to the voice of God, the only wise God, and he would have remained wise. Yes. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? But he listened to the voice of a fool. He kept the company of a fool, and he became a fool. And I'm telling you that anyone who keeps a companion of a fool it leads you to destruction. It leads you to destruction. And that is what happened to Adam. You were married to a fool. You see. However, someone else, like Abigail, who was also married to a fool. Someone who is married to a fool dissociated herself. Do you understand? And associated herself to a wise person. Anyone who associates with the wise will be wise. Abigail was married to a foolish man. Her husband was a fool. And when David and his company had gone to a place of hiding, they found Abigail's husband whose servants were also in the field, and they provided protection. They provided protection. Because David's army, I mean, they were soldiers, and they protected the shepherds, kept the sheep, helped them. And then when the time came that they needed help from them, they asked the servants, and they went to tell their master that this company, they helped us a lot, and they needed help. They needed provision for food. And Nabal, who was a fool, had no regard for them. But he was married to a wise woman and let me show you what she did first Samuel chapter 25 he was married to a wise woman you see there are some of you you are married to someone who is not so wise and whatever the person says is what you will do do you understand what i'm sharing with you you have to seek the face of god and you have to subject everything to the word of god and pray that, the one who is your head is not a fool. Amen. But Abigail used wisdom. First Samuel chapter 25. And we can read the whole passage. So let's look at verse 23. Verse 23. First Samuel 25 and verse 23. It says, and when Abigail, now, so the servant, when they went to tell the, their master, Nabal, he ignored David. And he says, these foolish boys that are around, they just come around, and they're just behaving anyhow. They come, and they're hungry, and they think I should take my food and just give it to them. And then the servant went behind him and told the wife, Abigail. And Abigail gathered herself together. He says, and when Abigail saw David, she, so she gathered herself to go and meet David. Because now David and his army, they are ready to come to Nabal's house to destroy everyone. To kill all of them, including Abigail. Including Abigail. If you associate yourself with a fool and you do not seek to associate with a wise person, you will be destroyed also. You will be destroyed. Is somebody understand the word of God this afternoon. It says, and when Abigail saw David, she hasted and lighted off the ass. And fell before David on her face. That means she got off the donkey. And fell down. Bowed herself to the ground. Before David. As David and his army was coming. They were coming to attack Nabal and his household. Abigail saw them. She got off the donkey. And fell down on the ground. Before David. And then fell at his feet. And said. Upon me my lord. Upon me let this iniquity be I want you to listen to this very carefully if you associate yourself with the wise God you become wise if you are married to a fool get very close to God it will save you if you are married to someone who has no fear of God someone who has no regard for God you personally develop a very close association with God. And you will become very wise. And that will save you. So this woman, notice, he says, Upon me let this iniquity be, and let thine handmaid, I pray thee, speak in thine audience, and hear the words of thine handmaid. Let not, my lord, I pray thee, regard this man of Bilial. Even Nabal, for as his name is, so is he. Nabal is his name, and a folly is with him. He says, folly is with him. That means Nabal is his name, and it means foolishness is with him. My husband has foolishness in his heart. Do not regard my husband. He has foolishness in his heart. He says, but I, thine handmaid, saw not the young man of my lord whom thou didst send. I didn't see them. I didn't see the young men that you sent. That is why they came back with a, in news like that. That is why they came back with information like that. I did not see them. Now, you listen to this speech and you will decide or you will tell me if this is a woman who had any relationship with God or not though she was married to a fool. She said, Now, therefore, my Lord, as the Lord liveth, as God liveth, he said, as the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, seeing the Lord hath withholding thee from coming to shed blood, from avenging thyself with thine own hand, not let thine enemies, and that they shall seek, he said, they seek evil to my Lord, be as Nabal. I want to... You know, let us read this from the New Living Translation because I want you to really understand this. You see, you will see a woman who gets revelation because she has a very close relationship with God. You see a woman who God speaks to. Things that David did not even know about himself, God has revealed them to this woman because she had such close relationship with God. She fell at his feet and said, I accept all blame in this matter, my lord. Please listen to what I have to say. I know Nabal is a wicked and ill-tempered man. Please don't pay any attention to him. He is a fool, just as his name suggests. But I never saw the young man you sent. You see, if you are married to a fool or you have a fool as a beloved, don't be acting like we are together and we agree. And this thing that he's doing, you know it's a foolish act. Yeah. Seek the face of God and let God direct you what to do. Do you understand? And I tell you, whenever you seek the face of God, the Bible calls God, He says he is not the author of confusion. He will not bring confusion in your home. He will bring peace in your home. Amen. Amen. It says, Nabal is it says, now, my Lord, as surely as the Lord lives and yourself live, since the Lord has kept you from murdering and taking vengeance into your own hands, let all your enemies, those who try to harm you, as be cursed as Nabal is. And here is a present that your servant, have brought to you and your young men. Please, forgive me if I have offended you in any way. You see, does it sound like a woman who is foolish? Full of wisdom. Full of wisdom. He says, the Lord will surely reward you with a lasting dynasty. For you are fighting the Lord's battles. Who revealed this to her? Except that she had such close relationship with God. A woman who had close relationship with God. He says, you are fighting the Lord's battles. And you have not done wrong throughout your entire life. Even when you are chased by those who seek to kill you, your life is safe in the care of the Lord your God. What a revelation. Secure in his treasure pouch but the lives of your enemies will disappear like stones shot from a sling wow 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 Wow. women of this church may you receive the wisdom of abigail wives of this church receive the wisdom of abigail in the name of jesus young women who are about to marry receive the wisdom of abigail that even when you are married to a man whose heart is filled with folly, God will deliver you from destruction. He says, when the Lord has done all he has promised and has made you leader of Israel, don't let this be a blemish on your record. Now, the woman is advising the future king. Accept that God is with you. Except that you have such close association with God. And when you have such close association with God, you will give wise counseling. I say, associate yourself with the wise. If anyone, anyone associates him or herself with God, you become wise. You speak like this. You are living with Nabal, but you are very wise. Because you have private times that you spend with God. Private Quiet time that you are spending with God, reading his word, and learning about God. Knowledge of God will make you wise. It will make you wise. Say, don't let this be a blemish on your record. Then your conscience won't have to bear the staggering burden of needless bloodshed and vengeance. And when the Lord has done these great things for you, please remember me, your servant. Very wise woman. Remember me, your servant. David replied to Abigail, Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, who has done what? Who has done what? Who has done what? Who has done what? what?" Yes. It is God sent. God Because she had a relationship with God. She associated with the, the only wise God. And God reveals to her, God speaks to her. Say, get up, gather onto the asses and go. And David said, praise. He says, thank God for your good sense. Bless you for keeping me from murder and from carrying out vengeance with my own hands. For I swear by the Lord, the God of Israel, who has kept me from hurting you, that if you had not hurried to meet me, Not one of Nabal's men will still be alive tomorrow morning. The whole house. Then David accepted her present and told her, Return home in peace. I have heard what you said. We will not kill your husband. We will not kill your husband. I have heard what you said. We will not kill your husband. A wise woman, you will deliver your household... From murderers, you will deliver your household from war. That's because you keep close association with God. Associate with the wise, and it will save you. He says, Keep the command, keep the companion of fools, and it will lead you to destruction. It will lead you to destruction. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, that is a wise woman. But a foolish woman, a foolish woman would have said to Naba, Why do you sit down and let this David talk about you like that? Get up and go and show him who is a real man. You see? And then Nabal would have gone. He says, No one can disrespect my husband like that and get away with it. Go and show him who is a real man. And then he said, Even I'll go with you. Let's go. We will show him who is a real man. And then she will take a cloth and put it on her waist, and then she's ready to go with See This foolish, young, poor shepherd boy, hungry, cannot be disrespecting my husband like that. But Abigail, because she kept such close association with God, so close association with God, she acquired wisdom, wisdom to dispute such matters. bring peace in her home hallelujah now the other person that I want to briefly mention is Mary Mary a wise woman who kept the company of the wise a wise woman so I'm giving you different kinds of scenarios you are a wise man and you are married to an unwise woman do you understand And then you are a wise woman and you are married to an unwise man. And then you are a wise woman and then you keep a company of a wise woman. You see, Mary was a wise woman and she ran to a company of another wise woman when she became pregnant. When Mary became pregnant, she ran to Elizabeth. She went to Elizabeth. You see, there are certain things that when it happens to a wise person, fools cannot understand. Do you understand? If Mary had told one of the silly girls in town that I am pregnant, you know, I am pregnant, and we are not married yet, what do you think would have happened? What do you think? You tell me, what do you think would have happened? The Savior would have been aborted. Jesus would have been aborted. You and I would not have been saved today. But she ran to another wise company. She ran to another wise person. Another person who has a close association with God. Someone who also works with God. Someone who understands spiritual things. She ran to Elizabeth. And the Bible says, when Elizabeth met her, the fetus, the child that was in her womb, leaped for joy. At the sound of Mary's greetings, Elizabeth's child leaped with joy. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Filled with the Holy Spirit. And Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women and you, your child is blessed. You see, that is a wise woman. That is a woman who understands spiritual things. That is a woman who has close relationship with God. Elizabeth and her husband, they had fear of God. They walk with God. Do you understand what I'm saying with you? They walk with God. So she found, she looked for someone who walks with God. She said, this, what has happened to me, I cannot discuss with any ordinary person. I cannot, this such secret, I cannot share with any ordinary fool." She looked for a company of a wise woman. Some of you keep close company with fools. Close company. You discuss your issues with fools. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? You make awful mistakes when you discuss your issues with fools. Hallelujah. Jesus would not have been born if Elizabeth had not associated with the company of the wise. She would have been destroyed. We wouldn't have known about Mary today. Hallelujah. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? A young woman, you make an awful mistake of getting pregnant and whom do you tell? You have all kinds of fools around you that you discuss. Something has happened. You see, one time, my sister got pregnant, and she told someone in the church, "It's not here. Don't cast your mind. When you wake up, you start looking for people's. Um, it's not here, so please." So she told someone who is supposedly prominent in the in the church that she got pregnant out of wedlock, and the person. Did not give a wise counseling. The person did not give a wise counseling. And um, I cannot tell you the outcome of it. But what I'm trying to tell you is that it's not everyone in the church that is a wise person that you should associate with. You have to look for someone who has the fear of God, someone who hears the word of God and obeys it. And when someone counsels you, subject it to the word of God and see that this is. In conjunction with the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. In closing, let us read one more scripture. And you see, I'm not trying to bring division amongst you. No, no. Or, do you understand? But I am trying to now make you choose who are your close companions and who are your acquaintances. Acquaintances. There has to be a distinction. 1 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 11. 1 Corinthians 5 verse five. It says, But now I have written unto you not to keep company. If any man that is called a brother be a fornicator or covetous, or an idolater, or a railer, or a drunkard, or an extortioner, with such as one, do not eat. For what have I to do to judge them also that are without? Do not ye judge them that are within. But them that are without God judgeth. Therefore, put away from among yourselves that wicked person. Amen. Amen. Let us read from the Amplified Version. He says, But now I write to you not to associate with anyone. Are you listening? Are you reading with me? He says, But now I write to you not to associate with anyone who bears the name of Christian brother if he is known to be guilty of immorality or greed or is an idolater. Whoso is devoted to any object that observes the place of God. That means that supersedes the place of God. Or is a person with a foul tongue, railing, abusing, reviling, slandering, or is a drunkard, or a swindler, or a robber? <laughs> no, you must not so much as eat with such a person. That means if such a person invites you to a barbecue, don't go. If the person invites you to his birthday party, don't go. I am teaching you the word of God. Listen, I am preaching the word of God. Yes. He says, now I write to you not to associate with anyone who bears the name of Christian brother or Christian sister. You see, we only look at that, right? We, we look for the one who bears the name Christian. Don't we call ourselves Christian brother or oh, Christian sister. Christian brother. He said do not associate with yourself do not associate yourself with someone who bears the name of a Christian brother one if he is known to be guilty of immorality that means he is known to be sleeping with the girls and sleeping with the boys in the church do not associate with such a person that person is a fool do not be hanging around with that person Do you understand the word of god he bears the name of a christian brother he bears the name of a christian sister but he's he slept with that one he slept with that one he slept with... say, say, hey, i'm not coming to your birthday party i'm not coming to your ador- i'm not coming to your barbecue such a person he says Do not associate, do not associate with anyone who bears the name. Is a Christian brother? Okay. Is a Christian sister, but he has immoral life or greed. Or is an idolater. Idolater is someone who magnifies other things above God. So if you find a Christian brother or a Christian sister who magnifies anything above God, do not associate with that person. That's the word of God. Some of you mothers, you associate your job above church, above the things of God. Your work is more than God to you. In the morning, you take your children. you run, you put them in a the car. Sometimes you don't you forget even to put the um, seatbelt straps on them. Drive to the babysitter. Because you want to go to work. You drive to the babysitter and you leave your car anywhere where you get tickets. Sometimes you don't even close the door. You just take the child out, drop the child at the babysitter, off you go. Your baby will be crying. You don't care. Now tell me, how many mothers in this church have paid a babysitter so they can come to church? Once, once. Lift up your hands, let me see. You pay the babysitter one time So that you can come to church in peace, because your baby was not well, or some even your baby is not well. You drop the baby at the (laughs) babysitter and go to and go to work. And go to work. You magnify God. You magnify your work above God, above everything else. How many mothers? Tell me. Or fathers? You say today, pay for the babysitter. Let them watch the children so we can go for camp. Reverend, I can't find a babysitter. Reverend, I can't come because there's no... But you pay babysitters so you can go to work. Reverend, can we bring children? No. Oh, then we can't come. Oh. (laughs) True or not true? He says, when you find a mother like that, let that person not be your close companion. Let it be acquaintance. Oh, Christian brother, Christian sister. Hi, give me five. But that should not be the person that you run to for counseling because that that person is an idolater. Somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Some of you, you drive very far to go to work. Some of you take the train and then you transfer for the ferry and then you take a taxi. I spoke to someone. He says, "I said, how do you?" He says, "I take the train and then I take the ferry and then I take a taxi before you can get to work." And then we leave here. We we say, "Come to church." You say, "The ride didn't come. Nobody picked me up. Nobody picked me up." There was a young lady who was in the church, and she. She was living very far. Then she moved very close here. Her job was in far somewhere in Brooklyn. And she would go. And then she lives right here, Parchester. And then I said, come to work. come to church. Why don't you come to church? He said, there is no direct bus. <laughs> <laughs> there is no direct bus from Parchester. No direct bus. He says, but now I write to you not to associate with anyone who bears the name of Christian brother if he is known to be guilty of immorality. Don't associate. Francis, do you hear the word of God? Yes. Young man, David, do you, do you understand the word of God? Yes. You see, why should you be always in church and be associating with people who don't have any fear of God and become a fool? The Bible says the companion with such. They lead you to destruction. They lead you to destruction. It doesn't matter if they are your cousins. It doesn't matter if they are your brothers. It doesn't matter if they are your sisters. They lead you to destruction. They lead you to destruction. Amen. He says, or oh, is a person with a foul tongue. Foul tongue. Railing, abusing, reviling, slandering. Some of you, your close association, they are at work and they talk every sentence, the comma is marked by F. Every sentence. Their commas are all Fs. And you are with them and then they're choking. <laughs> oh, you you're killing me. <laughs> they use foul language they useless language talking all kinds of things and these are your companion today is, we are finishing the series so bear with me these are your close companion foul language foul language and you are so comfortable comfortable with them Every single every word. I don't I wonder how you understand them sometimes. Why, why are you laughing? I don't know if you understand. Amen. Foul language. Or oh, slandering. 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 There are some of you, you are slanders. After church, you gather in your cars. Some of you, your home has become the center of slandering. Your home. They gather and they are talking about all kinds of. They talk about everyone in the church from the choristers. Ah, did you see? Ah, did you see this one? Uh, what's her name? What's it? Oh, the other one. What's her name? The one that was wearing the. Um, uh, what's her name? Oh, what's her name? Uh, oh are you talking about um ah, ah joyce oh oh yeah 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 yeah. and the other one who was standing on her left side what were they doing with their hand like that what what, what, is, what is that what is that if you are leading praise and worship and that lady what's her name um what's her name oh remind what's her name what's her? ah are you talking about Selom? oh yeah yeah yes yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah Selom, she's pretty but the way she was singing she could have stood still you know and maybe shake herself a little you see, you talk about everything in the church. Everything. Except yourself. <laughs> oh, did you did you realize that what they were? You see, everything you are talking about. You, did you see this? Did you see that? Did you see everything? You don't say anything but slanderous. You see, when you identify someone like that, they gather and they are talking about the pastor, discussing the pastor. What has the pastor done to you? What has the pastor done to you? The pastor does not think any evil about you. Except for your good. You have no idea the, the sleeplessness the pastor has concept because of you. Sleeplessness. The pastor has become an immigration officer. He's a lawyer. He's a doctor. He's a judge. He's a married counselor. He's you everything. Psychologist even your hair that is now falling apart you are coming to talk to the pastor my hair is falling apart reverend I don't know what is happening you know? reverend when my hair is falling you see the pastor has become a petition everything everything and then you gather, and you're talking about the, the pastor's wife. And uh, today, I don't know, she doesn't look nice in pink. You know, I think she likes, I think the green looks better. Maybe purple. Uh, no, once she matches this with this. Today, I don't know, but, but I, I don't. All kinds of discussions. All kinds of discussions. All kinds of this. Oh, did you see that, sister? The price tag is still underneath. <laughs> hey, how do you see all these things? price tag is underneath the shoe. And you saw it. And it's a conversation in your house. And you could read the the store, the store name on the tag. Oh, it's Payless. No, no, no. It's not Payless. Oh, I saw P. I saw P. No, no, no. It's not Payless. It's not Payless. He said, no, no, it was not B maybe blooming this. No, 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 no. No, no, I think it's P. I saw P. You see, big discussion in your home. Why? What about the message? Oh, wow. You know, I think we need to change. What about the message? I think we need to, I think I learned this from, I think, what about the word of God to bring a change? The word of God to bring a change in your life. What about that? Slandering, slandering. Slandering. Amen. He said, when you find a person like that, dissociate yourself. Let the person become an acquaintance. Any person like that, let it become, hi, baby. Christian brother, hi. And then you go away. Christian sister, hey. And then you go away. He says, for such a person, don't sit to eat. When they invite you to barbecue, you say, oh, next time. And next time, when you see that they are still the same, you say, Next time, give them time to change. Amen. Or is a drunkard. A drunkard. Or a swindler. Do you know who is a swindler? Pa, pa, pa. <laughs> Someone who will swerve you. I hear there are a lot of many women in the church who are also alcoholics. They drink. Facebook. Sometimes Facebook, you see that they are drunk as they are dancing on the, in a party. Christian sister, drunk. And then they have to pick you up to bring you home. You see, sometimes people come to the church and they see you, they say, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. no. Ah, this sister, and she's in a choir? Oh, no, no, no. You see? It's not a good thing. Swindlers, swindlers. Christians, swindlers. You borrow someone's money in the church and then you don't come to church. And then you make it look like the pastor has done something wrong to you. He says, "You you must not so much as eat with such a person. Verse 12. What business of mine is it? And what right have I to judge outsiders? Is it not those inside? Inside. Say the insiders. Insiders. Inside inside wow. wow. Is it not those inside the, inside the church upon whom you are to pass disciplinary judgment? Yes. Pass a censoring sentence on them as the facts require. Amen. As the facts require. Wow. Wow. Christians. These are us. Us. You and I. The next verse, quickly, as we end. It says, Does any of you dare, when he has a matter of complaint against another brother, to go to law before unrighteous men? Some of you, you, you take your issue to unrighteous men. What counseling? What counseling? You have a marital issue, and you say, let's go for marriage counseling. Let's go and seek... Psychology, what they call it? Psychologist. Who has no Bible. Who has no Bible. No Bible. And God made marriage. So, how is that person going to counsel you? No wonder their solution is only one. Separate and see what happens. Is it not the same solution every time? Separate and see. Of course, if you separate, you will not fight. You know, That's a very easy solution. Separate, and then they take your money. Separate. Our time is up, so we wanna we wanna end here. Amen. So the Bible says, "Do not associate with such people. Do not associate with such people." Amen. And Reverend, but I've known her since high school. Reverend, I knew her before we joined the church. The, listen, I'm just preaching the word of God. Now you decide and choose this day who you will work with. But that's for me. I've made decisions. Because if I see that you also are associating with fools, very soon i also dissociate myself from Because I don't want to be a fool. i also also become an acquaintance to you also. If I see that your company is that of fools. If I see that you hear the word of God and you don't do it, I will also dissociate myself from you. Amen. Amen. So associate yourself with people who have the fear of God. People who have the fear of God. You see, it is difficult, it is easy to eliminate the total unbelievers. Do you understand? It's easy to identify them. The difficulty lies in those within. Those within paul calls them the so-called christians so-called christians christian brothers and christian sisters they are the ones that are difficult to identify and associate but may the lord reveal to us who is wise may the lord reveal to us who has the fear of god in him who and who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly but who and the one who meditates on the word of the lord may the lord bring us closer to such people draw us closer and closer build strong bonds with the wise that we will become like the all-wise God we give you glory and honor in Jesus name amen stand to your feet and let us bring the service to a close Thank you. father we are thankful and grateful In the name of Jesus. Yes, thank you, Jesus. We glorify your name. We thank you for your word this afternoon. Let the wisdom of God come upon the children of God. Let the unction of God come upon your children. Lord, fill them with your spirit. Fill us, Lord, with your mighty spirit. Transform us, O God. Let us be wise, O God. Give us the spirit of wisdom. May we be with the spirit of wisdom may we increase with the spirit of wisdom in the name of jesus we welcome you in our homes dwell amongst us lead us and guide us in all that we do oh god we acknowledge you we acknowledge you and your word says that you will lead us in the path of righteousness we glorify your name we thank you lord in jesus name amen if there's anyone here this afternoon you are not born again you want to give your life to jesus you want to give your life to christ wherever you are just lift up your right hand and i'll pray with you you are here this afternoon you are saying pastor pray with me i want to give my life to christ i want to give my life to jesus if that is your prayer wherever you are just lift up your hand and i'll pray with you anyone here like that anyone here like that father we glorify your name we give you praise we give you honor we thank you, Lord, for the gift of salvation. We pray, Lord, cause us to always walk with you closer and closer to you. We glorify your name in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands together for the Lord. We, bless it, we, you. Open up the sky. we hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.